Hey, I'm Erica, a plus-size Jill of all trades in Atlanta, and you're listening to Brown Sugar Diaries, my voice diary, where I discuss the happenings in my life, the things I'm learning and unlearning, my journey through self-discovery and growth, and everything else I should probably write down, but it really feels better to talk this shit out. Thanks for tuning in. A quick note before we start, in case the title doesn't give it away, this is a personal voice diary, which means this podcast will contain explicit language. I feel free to express myself on this platform and in this vein. You've been advised. Brown Sugar Diaries starts now. Hello, lovelies. Welcome back to another episode of Brown Sugar Diaries. Let me begin by apologizing for not giving you guys an episode last week or even giving you all a warning that I would not be providing you with an episode last week. I just needed a freaking break. That's it. That's all. I just needed a break. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, April... The, when you guys will be hearing this is it'll be April first. Um, from April to let's just say July, I'm gonna have a very big baby boom. Um, got a lot of babies coming on my patient load, so um, my weeks are gonna be hectic. I'm still gonna get your episodes out. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get my little break in before. All the babies came, and um, it was work, 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 nonstop. Um, so yeah, I um, I just wanted to dive in really quickly. Uh, while I was away, I went to uh, hang with my sissy this weekend. Um, we we talked, we laughed, we drank, we slept. <laughs> We explored a bit, and then she got me high and sent me home. <laughs> Actually, no. So the night before I left to come back to Atlanta, um, I had this like I don't know CBD orange drink. It's like mock, uh, like CBD infused, like orange Fanta, basically. Yeah, I was knocked out. <laughs> I officially know that like edibles and stuff, like weed, puts me to sleep. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> that's it um so yeah uh but while we were away while I, while I was away um just taking a break a little bit of a hiatus the Oscars happened and um y'all know Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock <laughs> and I, I, this actually was not the, the scheduled episode for this Friday, but I wanted to disrupt the schedule to talk about this. Now, I personally, I am not a, I don't necessarily need somebody to defend my honor. It's nice, but, ha. Huh, I think in certain circumstances, I don't necessarily need you to defend my honor in that way. I think it could have been a less physical approach. I think he could have just said, yo, chill. It's a medical condition. I'm even fine with him yelling from the audience, but I didn't I didn't necessarily need him to yell that. What he yelled. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. 
right? So it could have been, yo, chill, it's a medical condition or whatever. It, it, but I also feel like in the moment, you just you just do things. Um, in the heat of the moment, at the height of the emotion, and everybody's leaning on, we'll, live, we'll laugh at first. And I'm like, but we've all been in situations where we have that nervous chuckle. That, uh-huh, uh-huh and then you go the fuck off. <laughs> we've all been there. And if you haven't, you're blessed. <laughs> but we've absolutely had, we absolutely have all been there. And I asked Jay about it, and he was like... I can't tell you that I wouldn't have done the same thing, but I'm going to always protect you. I'm going to always defend you. I'm going to always make sure that you're good physically, emotionally, mentally. So I can't tell you that I wouldn't have done the same thing. Then Will issues this apology, which it was nice. He basically says that, you know, it almost sounds like Will just likes to sit with a ukulele around the bonfire and whisper peace and love and talk to the wind and shit, which is fine. But he was like, he ended his apology with, you know, I'm a work in progress. Now, we all are Will. I think the apology was more, the public apology, that the written apology was more so, you know, for PR, so to appease the people. But I also wonder if he actually called Chris to apologize. And then I read that Chris issued an apology, but then later found out that he actually did not. But I hope that his apology is not to Will, but to Jada, because that's the one who he actually offended. Jada is the person who he actually offended and she was visibly like irritated with it. She may not have been upset, but irritated she was because of that eye roll, honey. Them them eyes separated, okay? They separated. They rolled individually, <laughs> which is actually pure talent, to be honest. But I just keep thinking about like how could this have played out so differently? How could this have happened differently? How could this have ended differently? Like what could have changed um in this moment? And then to find out that the Oscars was lying, talking about they asked Will to leave, but the producer, Will Packer, told him he could stay. He was never asked to leave. He was never asked to leave. So there's that. And then Denzel and Tyler Perry got up and went in, you know, spoke to Will. But that's what the village does, right? They got up and spoke to Will and they hugged him. And, you know, Tyler spoke to, um, or was it Denzel? One of them kneeled and spoke to Jada to make sure she was good. But that's what your village does, that's what the village does. They they come and surround you when they speak life into you. Because otherwise, Will wouldn't have just been crying like that. But the village comes and they surround you and they hug you and they uplift you and tell you, okay, it's cool. You had a, a weak moment. You had a weak moment. You showed your ass a little bit. <laughs> but now get, get back in character. But can I, can I just interject real quick and just say that... Y'all remember when Will was trying to lose weight 
real quick, real fast. He obviously lost the weight. And while I'm not saying I like a, a, a thug, I'm not saying I like a gangster, I'm not saying I like a, a, a bad boy, but I... I like for a man to defend my honor, but I'm not a man. I I don't need somebody to defend my honor. I don't know. It depends. It's, it's circumstantial for me. Um, but I'm gonna say this though, and this might be real shallow, and it might sound very toxic, but um, seeing Will go up there and smack the shit out of Chris, and then turn around and kind of like adjust that suit jacket, the the man looks sexy as hell. Okay. He looked delicious in this three-piece suit. I, <laughs> that's 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 tailored. That's what you call tailored, ladies and gentlemen. That is tailored. Okay. That that's a that he looked nice. He looked blessed. He looked very blessed and highly favored in that good three-piece tailored suit. He did. He did. He did. He looked fine as hell. I. <laughs> that probably would have got me pregnant. That's foreplay like a motherfucker. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. But <laughs> back to the topic at hand. I think I I think Chris made a very tone deaf joke. I know he has in ears. So I think somebody should have been talking in his ear and telling him to stop or saying something. If at all possible, because the whole bit, it, now mind you, I understand that it was rolling fast. Everything was happening swiftly. So maybe they didn't have a chance to, to stop him. But it was very tone deaf. It was very unnecessary. Roasty entanglement. That's a that's a timeless joke. But physical appearance, yeah, leave it alone. It's given it's given real, you know, Chadwick Boseman, everybody was joking about his weight loss and he had cancer and died. <laughs> you know, when people when celebrities um external appearance or outward appearance changes, everybody automatically goes to, you know, there. They they joke about it. And then you find out these these tragic this tragic news of, you know, someone's dying has died of cancer, is dying of cancer, has some other kind of issue. Then it's like, oh shit, we didn't know. So how about you just shut the fuck up about people's outward appearance? How about that? <laughs> how about you just stop commenting about people's outward appearance? And people are saying, well, you know, Will and Jada they they're celebrities they let people into the intimacies of their their lives and i'm like okay yeah true but just because they let you in don't mean you really gotta just jump on them and just talk about their shit like that like i i don't necessarily think celebrities have to be thick-skinned i don't think that they don't get to be sensitive because they chose you know, to be a celebrity or or however they rose to, to fame. They didn't choose to be ridiculed and judged and mocked by people who are well beneath them. <laughs> you know, are in a whole lower tax bracket. I don't think they they um 
I don't think they chose that. I don't think they signed on for that. So, like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. I understand it, but I'm also like, damn, well, it didn't have to, it didn't have to be that way. I, I applaud Chris for not choosing to press charges. Um, I think that alone speaks to the friendship that they had or maybe, you know, have. Because we don't know if they've reconciled. We don't know if there's been a, a phone call. We don't know, you know, what's happened since this slap. Um, but yeah, like, I don't, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I really, how, I can't really articulate how I truly feel about it because I feel so many, um, so many different things. Like, it didn't need to happen that way, but I get it. Chris should have shut the fuck up, and he didn't. <laughs> um, and I also am, am grappling with the idea of people saying that, well, it's comedy. That's what comedians do. They make fun of, you know, this and that. And it's like, but, ah. People's physical appearance, like, read the room. Be, go on social media before you host stuff. See what see what you think might be a sore subject, a soft a soft spot, or you know, a source of contention for people. Like, damn. So I don't, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. It could go. I I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it was just a wild little 30 seconds. I didn't think it was a skit, though. I was like, oh, that's real. I didn't think that was a skit at all. I didn't think that was anything staged or fake at all. I was like, oh, (laughs) Will said, fuck around and find out. Chris fucked around and Chris found out. (laughs) Yeah. But I also feel like... Men or partners should always protect, you know, their significant other's honor. They should protect them. They should, um, they should make sure they're good. But I also think that a level of, like, rationale and logic has to come into play. Um... It think before you act, and I know sometimes in the moment it's hard to say, "Okay, if I do this, this could possibly happen." You just doing stuff because you just the it's like it's like a doctor prescribing medicine. The goal is to just get rid of the pain and the ache and the sickness and the ailment or whatever, not really fully evaluating. Um what what needs to happen for for this to truly go it may not be the drugs it may be you know a simple lifestyle change 
in combination with a drug or whatever. So I think in the, by the same token, like he just, he didn't have time to fully evaluate uh, the consequences or think about the consequences of whatever action he decided to go with. And so he just did. He just acted out of emotion um, and went for it. But damn. <laughs> Chris was stunned. I was stunned. I was just sitting there like, the war show over. <laughs> and although, also, to the people talking about, this is why they look at us crazy. If it was a white, well, this ain't got shit to do with white people. They ain't gonna never let us back in the Oscars. If they, if it takes this to to not let them to not for them to not allow black people back to the Oscars, of course they didn't want us there anyway. But child, this ain't got nothing to do with that. This has nothing to do with that. And people are saying like Jada made him do it. He's a grown ass man. Jada ain't make him do a goddamn thing. He's capable of thinking for himself. He did not think in the moment. He thought for himself, but he didn't think in the moment. He didn't think in the moment. He just he just acted. And Jada ain't make him do a damn thing. She didn't tell she, nobody saw him, saw her tap him and say, Go handle that. That's not what happened. And y'all fucking know it. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. That didn't happen. So, everybody saying it was Jada's fault. Jada made him do it. That's absolutely false. Couldn't have. Couldn't have been. Couldn't have been. But yeah, let's get into this spoonful of sugar, y'all. The Spoonful of Sugar segment is inspired by the Mary Poppins phrase, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. In this segment, I give an inspirational quote or piece of encouragement because sometimes we just need a little pick-me-up or in this case, a spoonful of sugar to make a tough, unpleasant situation or a hard pill to swallow just a little bit sweeter. Dear Sugar, Keep Will Smith's wife's name out your fucking mouth. (laughs) Nah, but seriously, the real spoonful of sugar today is to always use logic and rationale before you act. You've always heard think before you speak, think before you act. It's not always the time and the place to act out of emotion. Another little scoop for you is this. Be careful about what you joke about. Don't make it a habit. Don't make it a practice common place for you to joke about people's physical appearance because you don't know what the fuck they got going on keep that shit in your head keep it in your group chat say whatever you need to say to yourself to your friends or whatever but be careful about what you list about your mouth you could get the fuck slapped out of you y'all play nice here and don't be slapping nobody all right i'll holler at y'all bye 
Yo, are you following me on social media? I don't believe you are. You need to fix that. Go on Instagram and follow me at Brown Sugar Diaries. Go on Twitter at BRWN Sugar Diaries. Go on Facebook, Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast. You can even send me an email, boo. Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast at gmail.com and go on the website, brownsugardiaries.com and read my diary. Okay? There's a lot of good tea in there. But anyway, make sure you rate, review, like, share, and subscribe. Share with your mama, nanny, cousin, and your baby daddy now. And make sure we get this thing popping. Okay? Okay. Y'all play nice now. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.